Life Audio. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. Today's episode is a special one. Today, we feature Catherine Seekers, who is an award-winning actress and playwright turned stay-at-home mom, turned author, speaker, podcaster, blogger, and motherhood apologist. This homeschooling mama of five is the host of Christian Parent Crazy World, a life audio podcast about being a godly parent in an ungodly world. She's the author of Five Myths About Motherhood That Make You Feel Mere and Why They're Wrong, which delves into critical cultural issues that affect families and marginalized mothers. Catherine has a BA and an MA in communications and is earning an MA in Christian apologetics to help parents navigate through dangerous, secular, landmines and establish a sound biblical foundation for their kids. We talk about wrestling with God in this interview. We talk about how as we wrestle with our own faith, we're able to transfer the knowledge that we've gained onto our kids and their lives. We talk about how Christ came to bring peace to our chaos and how he always redeems the ashes and brings them, brings beauty from them. We talk about how as we surrender motherhood to God, we can trust him with the lives of our born and unborn children. So without further ado, after we hear a little bit from our sponsors, we'll get into this incredible interview with Catherine. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I really like to kind of gear towards people who are uh, maybe seekers or just checking out Christianity for the first time because... Uh My hope is that through these stories, it really encourages them to continue digging deeper and to continue going down this path. Because I think sometimes when people aren't exposed to the Christian world and they don't really fully understand what it's all about or how people got to, you know, where they are in their faith, I think things like this are really encouraging because, Mm -hmm. um, especially since if they're seekers, they're probably not super plugged in yet. And I find that as an adult, especially when you're out of like, college and maybe not, you know, encountering different, uh, 
people who have different mindsets than you as often, this is a really good way to get people connected and just kind of hearing more about God and Mm -hmm. Christianity. So thank you for being willing to come on our show. And um, I obviously know nothing about you or your personal life. So I'm excited to Mm -hmm. hear, you know, kind of who you are and what God's done. And then obviously hear more about your show too and what inspired you to do it. Um, Great. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, I would love to hear from you how you started identifying yourself as a Christian. Like, what did that journey look like for you? Um, Well, very early in life, I was very blessed to have parents who are believers, strong believers. And from my earliest moments, I remember being in a church nursery and, you know, hearing the gospel and all the stories from scripture. And I can remember vaguely, it's been a long time. It's been a hot minute. Um, But when I was very young, probably about five or six praying with my mom before I went to bed one night to accept Jesus as my savior. And it's just been a lifelong journey for me uh, throughout all of, you know, childhood and adolescence and the college years and young adult years. It's just been a journey that I've continued on. That's not to say that I haven't had uh, certainly a lot of struggles. I I would say I haven't doubted God's existence. I've always known that he was there, but I've had, there've been a lot of things through life that I've had to wrestle through uh, theologically. Is this really true? Does this really make sense? Is it just something my parents have taught me? And that's, you know, a lot of what my podcast Christian Parent Crazy World is about, you know, how do we pass on this faith to our children? Because ultimately, they're going to come to a place in life where our faith isn't going to cut it for them. They have to choose it for themselves. And that's something that I've done throughout my life from that moment that I recall in my hazy childhood somewhere along the road, uh, that, that evening with my mom, just accepting Christ into my heart. That was the beginning of what has been a lifelong journey, uh, with the Lord. Yeah. And I really love that you say that, uh, your podcast centers around, you know, Christian parent crazy world. I I like that so much because it is so true. We have to teach not only ourselves, we have to learn, but then we have to teach our kids. How do you encounter this crazy world, but stay true to your belief and Mm -hmm. what you know you are called to be, because we can't live in these little isolated bubbles. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be a part of things and it is crazy out there. Like not only is it crazy, but there are just some really devastating things and traumatic things and confusing things. And it's so hard to navigate. So I like that. That's what you center your podcast around is how do you stay grounded in the midst of the crazy? Exactly. And you put your finger on it. It's the the crazy that's out there from our culture. Yes. And it's, there's an acceleration of it for sure. Right now, especially I I since in the last few years, you know, Jesus talked about there being birth pangs towards the ends of time. And if, you know, if you've had a child, I've been blessed to have five kids. Um, the contractions that there seems to be a contraction of, of secularism, of postmodernism, of frankly, evil in the world right now, just this contraction. And so we, we are facing that. But in addition to that, there's sickness, there's illness, there's tragedy, there's disappointments, there's loss. 
that we have to reconcile with our faith and helping our kids to understand first to understand it ourselves. Those of us who are blessed to be parents, but if you're not a parent, obviously you have to, you have to face that yourself. Um, how do I reconcile that with my faith? And then if you are blessed to be a parent as I am, and as you are learning how to pass that along to our kids and help them learn how to wrestle. I likened it to one of the first podcasts I did talked about how to teach your kids to wrestle with their faith, because that's what we're doing. Just like um, Jacob did uh, and God changed his name to Israel. He, he wrestled with God and that's part of that walk. That journey is a wrestling. How do I work through these disappointments in life, the the failures in life, the tragedies in life? And um, what, what I see happening out in those, this crazy world that we live in. Uh, so wrestling through that and coming to an understanding of who God is in the midst of all the crazy. Uh, and he came to bring some peace to our chaos here in this world. And thankfully we can know that when we know him and Christians have such a powerful testimony that when we walk through those difficult times, that we have an anchor that the world just doesn't have. Mm. And that's a blessing. That's such a blessing to be able to share with the world that, yeah, it's crazy out there for sure, but God has a purpose, um, for creating us. And he wants to walk in relationship through this life with us. Yeah, I really like that you say that too, because it is so important to not just to tell our kids, have faith in Jesus, you know, <laughs> everything will be okay. Cause it's not the truth. Like we do need to learn how to wrestle. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to listening to the episode of yours. And I would love to hear from you. Like, has there been a specific season of your life or just something that kind of, um, really defined your faith for you? <sighs> yeah. You know, there've been quite a few seasons in my life that were defining. And I think looking back, a few of them come to mind. One in particular in my twenties coming fresh out of college, I graduated. I was blessed to graduate from a, a Christian college at a minor in Bible, a uh, major in communications. And I just was so gung ho. Um, my, my aspirations were in the field of acting and theater. I was so gung ho to just move to New York and set Broadway on fire. That was kind of my goal, my aspiration in life. And uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, I ended up, I went to graduate school, got a master's degree in performing arts and started, I, I fell in with a really great theater group and loved what I was doing and had no aspirations for parenting, no aspirations for motherhood. Just, I, I respected women who went that path. I just didn't think I would find it fulfilling at all for me. Um, and so I acted professionally for a dozen years and then found myself in getting towards my mid thirties. I think in the world, they would have called this the biological clock. Um, but in my faith, I called this the Holy spirit, uh, began really pressing on my heart that there was more to life than my resume. There was more to life than what I could just accomplish. And I, I, it had to come to this place of surrender. I, I the Lord, I think kept putting in my mind this image of myself in my 60s and my 70s surrounded by my grandnieces and nephews but I was sitting there clutching a resume and what I had accomplished and I had to come to a place where I was willing to lay that down and say okay God 
who knows me better, me or you? Do you, you know, and if you're, if I really never consulted him about what my family was supposed to look like, you know, I, I, I thought that I could do more for his kingdom without being a parent, you know, and that is the case for some people, Paul, the apostle Mm -hmm. Paul was single. He didn't have children. And, and there are people, other people in scripture and there are people I know who, you know, are not parents, but no matter who you are, we need to come to that place and say, God, okay, what, what do you want my future to look like? And not just what are my aspirations. So I did lay that down and we had a child and my life was radically different all of a sudden, you know, I, I couldn't do the rehearsals. I couldn't do all the shows and um, we had a second child, you know, and, and so it was a very, very different life. I went from singing Broadway show tunes to thousands of theater goers every year to singing lullabies for an audience of one mm-hmm. and then two and then three and four and five. But it was so different. But I found such beauty and such peace in the simplicity. And I'm not going to say it wasn't hard. There were times I did Shakespearean monologues for my dogs because I missed performing so much in my basement. <laughs> it was pretty pathetic. <laughs> um, but you know what I've learned and is that when we surrender something to the Lord, the, the Lord doesn't waste it. He doesn't take those old dreams and just bury them for good, but we need to give them to him and he purifies them. And through the course of that act of surrender to him, I see now where he has brought it full circle. Um, I started what led to my podcast of Christian Parent Crazy World was a bit of more theatrical podcast. I'm actually going to be re-releasing those episodes on my website at katherineseegers.com. It was called uh, the Mere Mother Blogcast. And they're kind of, they're blogs that I perform. And so he, he has brought it full circle where I'm able to start performing. And I actually got asked just a few weeks ago to go um, speak in Virginia Beach on the topic of creativity. And so I got to speak at this church and I, I was so wonderful. I got to perform a monologue from Portia from The Merchant of Venice, uh, one that I never got to perform back in the day when I was an actor. I got to perform instead of on a stage, I got to perform it in a church it's this beautiful monologue mm-hmm. of um it's the one where she talks about how the quality of mercy is not strained it droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven above upon the place beneath and it's just the most exquisite beautiful sermon but it's theatrical and so the lord didn't waste those dreams that i surrendered to him that looked like they were dead He's just resurrecting them in a way that I never imagined. And it's so, so beautiful. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That is so cool. And for me, that's very encouraging because I am new to this motherhood thing. It's only Mm -hmm. been, you know, two and a half years for me. And sometimes I do have those moments where I scratch my head and say, this is beautiful. This is incredible. This is amazing. But what about all these other things that I kind of have to put on the back burner right now? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes you wonder, so it is really cool to hear that the surrendering it to the Lord, like he will not waste that. I love Mm -mm. that, that line. He won't, you know, one time I wrote a blogcast, it was called Helena in heaven. One of the roles I always wanted to play was Helena from 
a Midsummer Night's Dream and I never got to play it. And I thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be in a senior home one day and we'll do a senior production of it or something with our walkers and canes. But, you know, even if I don't get to perform it here on earth and who knows, maybe I will. And I never thought I'd do Portia, but here I am. I got to perform that in a church recently. Uh, But we have a long eternity with God. You know, this is, this life here is just a vapor. It's just a blimp a little blip on the map of our lives. We're going to spend a lot of time with the Lord in heaven, all of eternity. So these gifts that he's given us, we're going to be using forever and ever. So I'm grateful that for every opportunity that I get to still use them here on earth. And I see him, you know, opening up more and more doors. You're in, you're in, let me encourage you. You're in a season. I remember it. It's so overwhelming and time consuming. And I have to give you props, major props for doing a podcast with two tiny little ones like you did. That was just not even on my radar when my kids were, you know, my first ones were that young. Uh, podcasting wasn't a huge thing back then. My oldest yeah. is 18. So, <laughs> right. But the fact that you're doing that, that is so awesome. And you're in your spare time is incredible. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you. Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm not saying that everyone has to go start a podcast, but I am a believer that, um, you know, we give to God the small whatever we have, you know, we think of, um, you know, the scripture where, you know, you give him a penny, you give him like all you have and he will multiply it. Like Mm -hmm. we just have to be faithful. And so I'm just trying to give him whatever I have and see what he does with it, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but your story is super encouraging. I, I love hearing all of that. And, um, if you don't mind sharing with us, is there something that God has been teaching you lately or maybe even a favorite verse or, Anything that he's kind of been putting on your heart lately that you want to share with us? Uh, Well, my favorite verse definitely goes in line with what I was talking about earlier. And that is uh, Romans 4.17. He is the God who brings life from the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. I can't speak that verse without getting choked up because I think of the things that seemed dead in my life at some point. You know, Isaiah 50, uh, I'm sorry, 61 talks about God bringing beauty from ashes and gladness from mourning and praise. He gives us a spirit of praise for the spirit of despair. And then he rebuilds the ancient ruins in our lives. And, you know, that trip to motherhood, uh, I never imagined it would be five times. Never imagined that. We were done after three. (laughs) And then the Lord really... I started having dreams in my forties at age 42 about a little boy. And I prayed and like, God, who is that? And he impressed on my heart that, yeah, yeah, you were done. I wasn't done. And so we went back to baby town, not once, but twice in my forties, we had that little boy and that's, that's a whole other story, but it's just amazing. uh, When I think about it, that, you know, God still speaks to us today. He spoke to me in my dream and he gave me the idea of that little boy before when he wasn't on my radar, I had no interest in doing that again. And then he started speaking to me about having a fifth child, a little girl. I had dreams of a little girl and you can't, yeah, you you can't really plan that. God determines (laughs) whether they're going to be boys or girls. And and so I had, you know, he he spoke to me all the way through. And at one point we had a loss. We had a miscarriage and before my fifth one. And 
the Lord, that verse, he brings life from the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. And so we just really committed to praying and believing God for his promise to come true. And we, we had our fifth child. I was week shy of 46. So that verse has been with me through the thick and thin. He is the God who brings life from the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. And so when things look like they're down and out, when it looks like it's over, when it looks like um, the end or the closing chapter, God's just getting started. He has something so amazing that he wants to do in redeeming whatever hardships and heartaches we go through in life. Yeah, I love that. It reminds me a lot of um, Joel 2, where it says, he will return to you the year that the locusts stole from you. And I, I've referred to that so many times, actually, ironically, mm-hmm. in this podcast, because it seems like it's so true of a lot of our stories. You know, the the hurt, the the challenges, the hardships we walk through, God doesn't waste those and he creates mm-hmm. beauty from them. He returns to us what we lost and he multiplies brings beauty from the ashes, like you said. And so mm-hmm. I really love that that's a common theme in in a lot of our stories and a lot of what we've gone through. Uh, real quick, before we end, as we wrap up, I'd love to hear, do you have a favorite episode from your podcast? One that just really <gasps> stands out that, you know, if, if someone was going to listen to one episode, which one would you point them to and why? Um, that's a great question. Uh, let's see, what was the title on that one? Um, it, I love episode four. Is Christianity just a religion of do's and don'ts? Uh, that would be definitely up there. I did a whole worldview series not long after that that I loved. And we just wrapped up a series on sexuality that I think is really strong. And But I, that that episode, episode four, is Christianity just a religion of do's and don'ts? I think that's the perspective a lot of people have in our culture about Christianity. It's just what you can and can't do. And this this gets you favor with God and that puts you on the naughty list. It's kind of like God is Santa Claus or something. And, and it's all about our behavior. And what I go into in that is really some really just critically important foundational theology is that no, Christianity is not a religion of do's and don'ts. It's about a relationship that we have with our heavenly father. And does he have some things in scripture he says to do and not to do? Uh, Yeah, he does. But the heart behind that is not preventing us from doing things that are good for us or wonderful for us or things that, that will fulfill us. It's our, our heavenly father saying, please don't do that because I love you and I don't want you to hurt yourself. And it hurts me when you hurt, uh, just like a doctor wouldn't be happy, you know, satisfied if you had cancer in your body. I mean, if you went to a doctor and they said, oh, well, you got a little cancer here in your thyroid and a little cancer in your heart and, or, you know, in your lungs. And, but other than that, you look great. So let's just, you know, keep on keeping on. No, um, that would not be a kind of doctor that I would trust. Well, he's our heavenly father. And so, yes, there are things in scripture that he, he says not to do, but the process, what it means to be a Christian is coming into the place where I realize, oh, wait, he said that for my own good. And he knows what's best for me. And he loves me and he wants me to be fulfilled and fulfill the purpose for which he created me. He has an actual purpose that I was put on earth and things that he, I was made to accomplish. And I'm going to be most fulfilled when I'm walking close with him and 
and being in right relationship with him and not having things that interfere with that. Uh, and those, because those things are going to hurt me and draw me away from God. So I'd say episode four would be a really, uh, you could start at episode one and work your way up, <laughs> but episode four is Christianity, just a religion of do's and don'ts. That sounds really good. Thank you so much for, for sharing this and, and for coming on and being willing to give us just some insight. And I, I really love what you're doing. I love the topic of your podcast. I hope people go check it out and listen. Um, and yeah, just thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. As always, you can find us at sparklefaith.com or head over to our partners at lifeaudio.com where you can hear more podcasts just like this one. Don't forget to check out our show notes to find all of our social media. And as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, share this with people that you think would enjoy hearing. It really helps us more than you realize and allows us to keep doing what we love to do, spreading the hope and love of Christ with others. So thank you so much for being here and we will see you next episode. Bye. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast. And I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's word together from beginning to end, from principles to practicals. We are here to make sure that God's word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.